Hello, and welcome to the Disney Dunces! Using your touch-toad keypad, please enter the first three letters of the movie title you would like to see. You've selected Mickey, Donald, Goofy, the Three Musketeers! If this is correct, please press 1 now. Hello and welcome to Disney Dunces, the only Disney podcast presented by self-proclaimed non-experts. I'm Dunce number one, but you can call me Richard. And I'm Craig Stew, Dunce number two. I'm the third one, and I'm the very made up made. Oh no, I did it wrong already. What do we do? What do we do, <laughs> guys? You can just say it again, right? Because you I don't wanna. I think it should stay. Well, you flubbed it. <laughs> Great. Everyone has to know I fucked it up. Yeah, you flubbed it, and do you know what else flubbed? Flubber, because that's what we're here to talk about. Everyone's favorite Robin William vehicle. No, no, we're here to talk about a different movie that isn't Cadet Kelly, because my DVD is in the mail. My back order shipped, but it's not here yet, so... Because we're talking about Flubber. Yeah, because we're actually talking about Flubber. Oh no, I didn't watch Flubber. Good, because I didn't either. Wait, am I the only one to watch Flubber? Yes. Okay, well, hopefully you guys picked a movie I've already seen before. Have you seen Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, Three Musketeers? No, but I've seen Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, The Three Musketeers. Any relation? That's the same movie. Yeah, I think it was the Canadian release that you're referring to. Oh, oh, oh. You know what? That would make sense. There was a lot of French in that one. You silly goose. You know what? It carries over. We should be good. Okay, perfect, perfect. Do you guys have a turtle in it? They did have a turtle. Did he speak French? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, you know what? Sounds like we saw the same movie. Oh, he spoke English with a French accent. That's the same thing. Well, I think they're all supposed to be speaking French, but they speak English because this is an English movie. And uh, nobody has French accents except for that turtle. Pretty sure it's an Australian movie, mate. I was going to say, there were some Australians in there. You look crikey. I don't remember. But I guess we'll get to that when I take us through the journey. Let me set the stage. I say stage because we're starting in a studio, guys. Oh, what? We're starting in a studio. It's almost showtime, guys. We have our Mr. Turtle, the one with the French accent. Uh-huh. He is getting ready for showtime. But he's trying to get the narrator to come on out. And the narrator, he is just too busy. But he's walking to the set. Turtle, not doing his job, makes the narrator fall deep, deep down. Into, I guess, offset. He falls falls into the endless pit, and he's never seen again. Guys, it's storage. It's where they keep the props under the stage. Come on. We've all worked in the theater. Don't tell me that. Yeah, my bad. Uh, The narrator went to go get some props and never returned. But luckily, our turtle, he ends up in the seat. He's in the hot seat. And he is now our narrator to take us through the tale of the Three Musketeers. Just as I'm doing now. And he pulls out his comic book. He's got the comic book version. Not that that's important. 
I mean, it's pretty important. There's there's a lot of versions of the Three Musketeers. It's been rewritten and rewritten since the dawn of time, really. Yeah, he he pulls out his comic book version, his, his Disney comic book version of the Three Musketeers, and he starts reading it with his French accent. Apparently in this version of the Three Musketeers, the Three Musketeers have already existed. They've done their stuff. But they're there to inspire the next generation of musketeers. One of them gives his lucky hat to little old Mickey Mouse. And Mickey's dream from then on there is to be a, one of the musketeers. Now, this scene's pretty cute. A little baby. A little baby Mickey Mouse. A little baby Goofy. A little baby Donald. I'm more so confused by the statement that the three musketeers already existed. Wait, didn't they already exist? Like, is it there? Just happened to be three musketeers that came by to the rescue, but there are many musketeers, and the three musketeers in this case specifically refers to Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. As this is the story about them, they're not like a special club. But isn't the three musketeers like? It doesn't uh, the story of the three musketeers already exist? And then these three other musketeers are carrying the torch i honestly didn't 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 get that i I thought that the musketeer was just one of the musketeers you know from the uh the musketeer corps the musketeers are real richard they were just like a they're like the army yeah it's the french royal guard and then they saved me you know baby mickey from a bunch of thugs how many Three three thugs and three musketeers, but not the three musketeers. They're just a set of musketeers. Because you, you see, you're 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 watching the story of the three musketeers, the story of Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. I thought this was a continuation of the three musketeers. No, this is literally the story of the three musketeers. I've never heard the story of the three musketeers, so I just assumed. Well, you shouldn't have done that because no, this is you just you while well, you've Can heard you- it now. You've literally heard it now. (laughs) Can you please give me the story of the Three Musketeers? So I know. Three down-on-their-luck poverty kids get into a spat. Some of the local royal guard come over, save them, and they're inspired to become musketeers themselves. Boom. And through happenstance, it, it occurs! They do it! And then they fall in love with the princess and yada yada yada. Why, why am I summarizing the film we just saw? That's not my job. No, why are you putting you're, you're this on me? You're summarizing other adaptations of The Three Musketeers. You no, know, the original adaptation, which is basically this, buddy. Also, spoilers, I guess. I just spoiled the entire film. Have a good day, everyone. <laughs> yeah, we're done. That's it. Goodbye. We're done. Yeah, let's pack our bags. Let's get out of here. Fine. The three musketeers are down on their luck because they want to be musketeers, but instead they're janitors. And then we have a beautiful song about all for one and one for all. Based on the can-can, I guess. Yeah, I believe that was the can-can. All for one, one for all, and all for one again, la 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 la. That didn't sound anything like the song. What are you talking about? They literally just said all for one and one for all repeatedly. I'm pretty sure this, this I also noticed there was only, I think, one original song. Yeah, the rest of it was just classic music. With, like, new lyrics. Yeah. Well, let's get to those later. Because these boys, they're cleaning. But you know what? There's a there's a musketeer captain just bathing on the story above him. Pete. Old peg leg Pete. Okay, now I have a question here. Yeah, what's up? Does Pete always have one leg, or is it just in this? No, he tends to have one leg, but they also have him without one leg. 
Um, I don't know if the original character was supposed to be peg leg Pete or what, but I've seen him lots of times with one leg. But I think in Goof Troop, he has two. I was, I was going to say, because I don't recall him having one leg. But Pete's getting shower. She's showering it up. I thought he was bathing. He was taking a shower. Wasn't he taking a shower? No, it was a shower. It was a shower. It was a shower. Yeah, the, the, yeah it was a shower. He looks forward to this moment all month long. Let him have a shower. Sorry, I just assumed that the man with the one leg is taking a bath instead of a shower. It's made of brass. It's not going to rust. You'd think that he'd take it off. It's all. It's probably yucky. It's how he washes it. Oh, okay. You yeah. win. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's not about winning, man. It's about understanding people with handicapable individuals. I'm not discriminating against any type of people, nor any I type mean, of... I mean, you literally said people with one leg aren't allowed to shower. I mean, you'd think it'd just be more convenient to have a bath. He doesn't... He doesn't need your help. He's just like you and me, man. He puts his pants on one leg at a time, or one leg and then a peg. Probably would be easier for him to shower. Besides, they make those shower... I mean, if he needs to sit down or whatever, they make those shower seats. My grandmother had that for his shower. This is 16th century France. Let's not invent shower seating. They also have a shower in 16th century France. I don't think they had showers then. I don't think they have peg legs either, buddy. Well, come on. The shower also isn't up against a wall or anything, so he doesn't have anything to help balance himself. It's a, it's a classic one. It's a, it's a clawfoot bathtub slash combo shower. It's, it's difficult. What is difficult? He is, again, he doesn't need your freaking pity, man. Let him live his best life, just like you. He was doing it. He was showering. He was doing it on his own. He was fine. He was in there. He was singing. He was having a good time. Dude loves his monthly shower. Stop trying to take that away from him. Sorry, I'll let him have a good time. Thank you. And you know who else is having a good time? The boys. Vicky's polishing some boots. Goofy is cleaning the floor. And Donald is working on the pipes. But unfortunately, our boys aren't very smart. Wait, whoa, hold on. What do you mean they aren't very smart? They're just maybe accident prone, instead of anything. Sorry, they're very clumsy. Yeah, that's better. Mickey drops his paint in the wash bucket. Goofy just starts painting the floor. Donald, I don't even know what the hell he's doing, but he's breaking the pipes. And next thing you know, I guess somehow the floor collapses. Oh, buddy. Okay, hold on. Let's let me just let me just correct everything you said that was everything wrong. Everything goes all crazy. They start pulling the <laughs> everything pipes. Everything was wrong. <laughs> everything you said was a mistake. Nothing was wrong. You literally said all of the wrong things. Vicky's shining shoes. The shoe polish falls into the bucket of water that Goofy's using to mop the floors. Goofy continues mopping the floor with a now tainted bucket of water. Yeah, he's painting the floors now. He's not painting the floors. He's mopping the floors with dirty water. And Donald is he's a scared little he's a scared little ducky boy. I like when 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 the glue gets stuck or whatever and the shoe gets ripped in half. It was a good bit. The shoe got ripped in half and then he just took another shoe, ripped the shoe in half to try to connect the old shoe. Well, and I was just like, why did he just keep the first shoe? He he, he didn't rip the shoe in half. He he sanded the shoe down into nothing. That's what he did. He sanded it down. Oh, cause Do- was it Donald who who got all the the paper? Oh uh, no, Goofy Goofy got sandpaper in order to buff the floors that he now kind of polished with shoe polish, and laid it next to Mickey's shining cloth, and then Mickey grabbed the sandpaper, sa- sanded down the shoes, and then grabbed the new shoe, tore it in half, put it back together. But he didn't use glue or nothing. He just kind of <laughs> pressed it down. 
These poor accident-prone boys. These accident-prone boys. It's one thing after another with them. They can't be blamed at all. Who didn't blame them? I wanted to blame them. No, you wanted to question their intelligence. I did. Yeah, it's not that. It's just they're accident-prone, man. They're oblivious and nincompoops. Uh, again, not nincompoops. Just, you know, they're living their best life. They're happy-go-lucky. Sorry, every- everyone's living their best life. They're trying, anyway. We're out here in the real world, Richard. What are you doing? Sitting in your ivory tower, drinking your champagne, judging the rest of us. Oh, you're all idiots. You're all nincompoops. Oh, look at me, Mr. Perfect over here. I'm sitting in my ivory tower just like Princess Minnie and Daisy the Lady-in-Waiting. Which, I don't know what a lady-in-waiting is, but Daisy is one of them. Like a handmaiden. Like her professional best friend. She's <laughs> her professional best friend. Yeah, you paid her, pay her to, to hang out with her and bring her cheese and tea. And crumpets and whatever they eat in France. She's gonna cut the cheese. Craig, that's later. That's later. But we also didn't um say what happened. They pulled the Pete, Pete fell down or whatever. No, he said that part. Did you say that? Yeah, I just had to correct the, the, the events that transpired before then. That led to him falling through the floor. Oh, my yeah, bad. He got it all wrong. And he made fun of him. That's why I lost you. Yeah, no, it's okay. Everyone else followed it. Just fine. Okay. Didn't you, boys and girls? So Minnie is talking to Daisy about love. Daisy's saying, you got to marry a royal boy. And Minnie says, I just want to love who I love. I want to live my best life. Hell yeah, girl. And that's when we have the Sugar Plum Fairy song. I don't think it is. I think it's Swan Lake. Oh, okay. Or maybe it isn't. The thing is, I wrote, I wrote down that all of the songs were the Sugar Plum Fairy song. Mm, then you're wrong. I know that for a fact. Definitely wrong on that. Fine. Then Swan Lake. There's a nice Swan Lake song about love. There's definitely a song from the Nutcracker. I just don't know if it's a Sugar Pump song. Oh, no. You're talking about the Home Alone song, but that's later. Oh, that is later. Yeah, there we go. We figured it out. We solved the riddle. But yeah, we have just a nice song about love. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, let's let's get most of the most of the songs the original lyrics in this movie are fine let's get that out of the way yeah yeah (laughs) they're they're clearly not the original lyrics that's just all you you really can tell i'd hope so or else man people back then were weird she's just so romantic she wants she wants to find love she just wants someone to make her laugh because Women respect comedians. That's all you need to know. That's what she says. She's like, yeah. She does say she'll know if he's the right one if he makes her laugh. As all women say. <laughs> That's what every woman has told me. Explains why you're single. Well, <laughs> but do you know who's not single? The Beagle Boys. Because they're a trio and they're, they're getting some safes. That's who they were. I couldn't think of their name, so I was just like, "I'm like, I know, I know, I recognize them." Weren't they in um, Ducktales too? Yeah, yeah. Okay, the, the, the Boogie Woogie Beagle Boys. Yeah, because it's been so long, and I was like, "I know, I recognize them." I don't know what they're what they were called, but were they Australian? Always Australian? No, that's because this is an Australian movie. I like how the two are Australian and the one's not, though. Yeah, well, the one is French. He's from France, and he's just like they're like. Oh, the boss is going to be not going to be happy about this one. Yeah, because they drop a safe, but they miss Minnie. Oh, crap. We missed. What are we going to do? I don't think they said crap. Oh, crikey, we missed her. Better go get another safe. 
Uh, but they don't do that. Because they can't find another safe. So the boys, they have to fess up to their boss, who just so happens to be the royal captain of the guard, Petey Weedy. Who the hell is Petey Weedy? Also known as Pegleg Pete. Oh, thank God. Sorry there, boss Pete. Hope we, uh, hope we don't kill us or pull us through a, uh, through a, through a, a, a lock hole. A what? A lock, like a lock hole. Lock, like, lock hole? A key, keyhole. My bad, keyhole. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hope you don't pull us right through a keyhole. Lock hole. Yeah, because I guess one of the Beagle boys that was going to fess up to Pete, but Pete Pete knew the the other boys were just on the other side of the keyhole and pulled him through. Well, I mean, they were verbally checking out his backside, if I recall correctly. Look at Pete's ass. Well, they didn't say ass, but they said... It's a heck of a butt. They said he had a mighty backside. They got a mighty backside. That's weird. There's a lot of Pete's butt in this movie. There was. An alarming amount of Pete's butt in this movie. There there was, if if you're into the fan service of Pete's butt, this is the movie for you. Yeah, you want to watch this one. Just don't want to tune in, boys. Yeah, because I know the narrator, he was looking at it quite a lot. Oh, you're the turtle is all about them humps, them lumps. That's the French for you. But do you know who's not all about the lumps? Pete. And he's just so upset. He's upset by the lumps. Upset by the lumps? Pete seems very comfortable with his body. I've... You sang a song about how he's a blob. He's very... He's, he's committed to the role. He's, he's living his best life. He's living his best life. He is. He is. Yeah. But he didn't want to drop a safe on them. He wanted to keep her safe because they're going to kidnap her. Because Pete wants to become king. Just... It seems weird. Like... It's not like she was in danger of being kidnapped before or at all until he suggested that his henchmen keep her safe. Yeah, this whole part doesn't make any sense because he could have just said kidnap her instead of keep her safe. (laughs) Or, hey, don't kidnap her until the time comes to kidnap her. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do anything. Yeah, just just not talk to his boys because they're, ah, boy, they're not great, huh? Yeah, because they're big old old boys aren't all all right down to head. I mean, one of them's French. I don't see you doing a French accent. Oh, oh, oh I need to be your boy. Yeah, I can't do French. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But do you know what does matter? What matters is that the Beagle Boy screwed up so badly because now the princess, she wants bodyguards. And Pete says, oh my God, I'm the royal guard captain. And I gotta, I gotta find some bodyguards that aren't going to be a problem for when my actual henchmen try to kidnap the princess. So Pete says... I'm going to make those boys, the Mickey, the Donald, and the Goofy, I'm going to make them musketeers. And I'm going to give them the most important job of any of the musketeers, protecting the princess. I feel like that's the job of all musketeers, in a sense. Well, why did she say she needed bodyguards if... Well, they're not, like, following her around. They're just kind of outside. What actually is the job of a musketeer? Like, it can't be just, hey, protect the princess. No, well, it's, you know, protect the, the kingdom, the country, the palace. I'll take that then. Protect the country. Okay. So Pete just knighted some musketeers because I guess they get knighted, right? They get musketeered. He just said, all right, boys, you're musketeers. Yeah. All right, boys, you're going to be musketeers. That's not, that's, that's Mr. Krabs. Are you kidding me? Perfect. Pete is taking them to the princess. He's going to tell those boys they now have a job. No, wait, they still had a job. Well, they're no longer janitors. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. They were the castle janitors, and now they're now they're castle heroes. They have their dream job. They're musketeers. 
and they're going to meet the princess for their duty. So Pete takes them into the throne room, and it's love at first sight. Minnie sees Mickey. Mickey sees Minnie, although Mickey isn't that into her. But Minnie found love. That's all that matters. Minnie found love. She knows what she wants. And those three musketeers, they now have their duty to protect the princess. And they're not going to let anyone get in the way. Not even Daisy, who comes to serve them with the snacks. And just so happens there's a knife on the serving plate. That's when she says, I'm going to cut the cheese. I believe she says it's it's time to cut the cheese. And presented a Minnie with a knife. A cheese knife, which is it's not sharp. It's more like a spreading tool, really. But as every musketeer knows, anything that can be a weapon is a weapon and a danger to the kingdom. I mean, I don't know how you could use that as a weapon. I, like, I guess it can get you in the eye with it. It's not going to break the skin. You can you can use any, anything as a weapon, but I, it'll just be, I don't know. It's not an easy weapon. It's not a good knife. It's a bad, it's a cheese knife. It's like rounded. It doesn't have an edge. These boys are dumb. Even a butter knife is more... A butter knife has little jaggies on it. Like, you can kind of do something with it. It's not a good knife. We should not call it a knife. Sorry, the the uh, kitchen utensil. There's a kitchen utensil on the cheese serving board, and the boys freak out. And they just get yelled at by Princess Minnie. Everyone got yelled at, and Pete is just basically retiring to his quarters because he's had enough of those boys. And he's just reminiscing about how he got so far and how he just wants to be king now. So he sings a song to the tune of the Home Alone song. How does that one go? Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Thank you. That's it. So Pete's just talking about his aspirations, how he got here, about his mom too, who I guess was in the big house for quite some time. Because there's a picture of her in which she's in jail gear. I think that's what they call it, jail gear. She's wearing striped pajamas. But this is the best song in the movie. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. It's always yeah, the villain yeah. song is always the best song in the movie. And He even straight up says it's time for a villain villain song. Doesn't he say that? Yeah, it got me real excited. He brought out this tuba. He said, oh, God, the villain is happy and cheerful. And oh, I hate it. But you know what that means? Time for the villain song. And he grabs his tuba and he blows. I, I knew someone said that the villain song is always the best song. And here we go. It was me. Always is the best song. Again, proven it every time it's yeah, crazy yeah and if any movie cuts out a villain song is absolutely garbage trash sorry lion king <laughs> maybe nope don't even don't even go on please we're talking about mickey mouse and the musket rats muskrats now the musketeers have a job because minnie and daisy they're going off to wherever and they're in the carriage the boys they're on the lookout for the bad guys i guess bad guys yeah, bad guys. Minnie and Daisy are just talking about how they gotta fall in love with good old college boys and not peasants, but little do you know, Minnie wants to get with one of those peasants. The tall one, right? <laughs> yeah, the tall one. He's so handsome. And he's also driving the carriage right into bad guys who say that they're gonna kidnap the queen. Sorry, the princess. I was gonna say, there's no queen here. <laughs> Sorry, I get confused. Yeah, the princess is the highest rank in this... Uh... In the in here for some reason. Well, I mean, maybe the queen died. I don't know. You don't know Minnie's life. Well, then she would become the That's queen. That's not how it works. 
You got to get a coronation. You got to get married. You got to... I don't think you got to get married. I think you just have to have a coronation. Uh, I don't know enough about royalty to debate that. Especially French royalty. Because I can't even think of any French queens. Can you think of any queens? Uh, was Marie Antoinette a queen? No. Queen Queen Elizabeth? Yeah, but, well, Craig, we're not asking you. We're asking him. So. <laughs> uh, well, I knew Queen Elizabeth, Queen Diana. Um... No, that was Princess Diana! Come on! Yeah, come on, Rich. You had a beanie baby, I'm sure. It was the Princess Diana beanie baby. The, the Princess Di died beanie baby. Fine, you got me. Yeah. France doesn't need a queen. They can have princesses all they want. Thank you. But sadly, France isn't going to have a princess for long because the Beagle Boys, they basically throw the Three Musketeers off that carriage and they take the princess to their hideout. Before that, I just, I have to draw attention to this, because it's the only good line in the movie. Mickey is facing off against one of the Beagle Boys, pulls out his sword, and says, unguard. To which the Beagle Boy replies, ugh, I hate French words, they make me so angry, and then beats the crap out of him. The man lives in France. He must be a ball of rage at all times. It's a shame he migrated into France. He migrated to France, and he migrated into a tower with the princess. But the three musketeers, they say, we gotta go save her, or die trying. Wait, die trying? Yeah, die trying. Die trying? Yeah, die, you know who loved those words? Donald. <laughs> Can you say die trying like that, please? Die <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how he does it. You gotta it. do it, or you gotta die trying, buddy. So we get to the tower, or die trying. So they say, we're gonna save her, or die trying. And what do you know? They go up to that tower, and they save her by jumping through the window. They Goofy says, guys, I'm, I know what to do. And he jumps out the window, bounces off the tree, gets kicked by a cow, bounces off the windmill. And back into the Beagle Boys, which just throws them into a river. Congratulations, Goofy. You single-handedly defeated the Beagle Boys. I mean, Mickey was with them. But that doesn't matter. Goofy's their hero. Goofy knew what to do. They saved the princess. They saved the lady-in-waiting. So, that's pretty much it. They saved the princess. And that's the end of the movie. Thanks for coming, everyone. That's not the end of the movie. They still gotta go to the opera. Oh, which opera? <laughs> the opera which opera the, the the pirate opera yeah you're close come on pirates of the caribbean Ooh, so close richard you know it carmen no look they do take a song from carmen oh but it's not it's not that opera popeye yeah that's it the pirates of Penzance, guys come on that's actually a thing yeah that's an it's an actual opera they go to an actual opera i i am unaware of it really it has that famous song that everyone loves. It's um, it's in the middle of the 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 thing. Freebird? <laughs> Come on. It's in the middle of the thing. They have the there's like one actual song with the actual lyrics in this whole movie. Come on. Oh Fortuna. I have that written down. Oh for I don't know how that goes. Does that even have lyrics? No, that's just Beethoven's symphony. What are you doing? I have that in my notes. I like I'm sure that song was in it, but that song doesn't have lyrics. Oh, okay. <laughs> Originally, I should say. Or does it? I don't think it does. Do you want to just tell us? Because we're not going to get it. 
Oh yeah, no, it's the the modern major general. Come on, they have a whole fight scene, and this guy is singing the modern major general the whole time while they're goofing around. It's an amazing scene. Sorry, me and Craig are uncultured swine. Clearly, you've played you've played Mass Effect, don't you remember? I am the very model of a scientist, Solarian. Doesn't ring any bells to you guys. Sorry, me and Craig are uncultured swine. But no, I, I, you start singing. It sounds like Animaniacs. They're they did. They might have done it in Animaniacs. They probably did do it in Animaniacs. I mean, the guy, the turtle, was, I believe, Yakko from Animaniacs. Oh, def- just definitely was. There. Yeah, I definitely recognize yeah, his voice. Yeah, pretty sure it was him. Yeah, um, he does a lot of characters. He's really good. So, so was uh, Pooh Man. Well, yeah, Jim Cummings is Pete. Always has been. Always will be. So where where were we? The Beagle Boys report to Pete that they failed again, and Pete says, "You know what, boys? Opera night's the big night. That's when I'm going to be king." And Pretty much that night, the Musketeers are on patrol because this is the night that the Beagle Boys have been planning for. And Pete tells them, we got to get these boys away from each other one by one. The first one falls to temptation with promises of peanut butter and escargot. Rest in peace, Goofy. Donald, being the scared boy that he is, he ends up getting scared by the Beagle Boys in masks and gets taken to Pete for execution. But somehow... Donald escapes the guillotine, but Pete's leg doesn't. Which which leg? Oh, sorry, his peg leg. <laughs> okay, now it's important. It's a super important distinction. <laughs> yeah, it's the distinction between what what would have happened in Game of Thrones or what would have happened in uh, the kids' version. If it, I'm sorry, if it happened in Game of Thrones, I Donald guess would be dead. Yeah. Maybe no, <laughs> maybe one of the Beagle Boys because they're afraid to kill people in that show now. But anyway, whatever. I guess it would have no, it would have been Clarabelle because we didn't even mention her by name yet. And because let's face it, she's not yeah, super. Yeah, she doesn't important. matter. No one even knows who Clarabelle is. Clarabelle, I went like to, her. I went to take Goofy and drown yeah, him. She took Goofy away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But before that, uh, Donald escapes and tells Mickey, Mickey, Pete's around, and we got to leave town. Goofy's already gone, and they want to kidnap the princess. Let's just leave. So Donald leaves. Mickey. Mickey says. What? <laughs> Donald, I can't understand a word you're saying. <laughs> yeah. We have to we have to find Pete. We have to tell him what's going on. <laughs> Donald leaves. Mickey ends up finding Pete because Pete's just lurking in the shadows. And Mickey gets the clobbering of a lifetime. And he gets taken to the dungeon. Mount Saint Michel, which is an island off the coast where there's a dungeon and the tide is coming in. But before we see that tide come in, we go off the good old Clarabelle, who's carrying Goofy on a bridge. Cue Carmen. Goofy smooth talks her. Goofy has a case of Stockholm Syndrome, and he is just in love. And like you said, Carmen plays. Goofy tells her how he is just in love with her. Clarabelle just sings about killing him. Goofy is relentless. He is a suave man. Goofy, I've been saying this for years, and I'm glad every Disney movie that has Goofy in it shows that this man can, in fact, get it. What do you mean by get it? Uh, you mean like, he, like that boy can get it. Goofy fucks, buddy. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, Goofy goofy fucks. <laughs> Sorry, now I'll know next time when you say that term. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Because it's going to happen again, because there's multiple movies where he gets it. So this is probably the only other good song in the movie. It's pretty good. This is this is up there with the Pete song. I, I mean, it's it's good, but yeah. 
there's some good wordplay there. There's a lot of bovines and mooings. So Goofy does the mooing, the wooing, and a miracle happens. Love? Is, is love the miracle? They make sweet, sweet love on the bridge. No, they definitely fell off the bridge onto Donald's. I don't know. That's a miracle. They they get saved by Donald's <laughs> and fall right into his boat. miracle that a cow and an anvil are a, a bridge can't support a cow and an anvil and a dog at the same time. I'm sorry, a man-sized dog? Is that the miracle, buddy? Man-sized dog? French architecture is a joke. Wait, what do you mean by man-sized dog? Pluto wasn't there. Goofy is a dog. Goofy, Goofy is a man-sized dog. Isn't he a cow? No. no, Clarabelle is a cow. Goofy is a man-sized dog. Cows. Pete is a cat. Pete is a cat. Yeah, I don't know why Pete got involved, but yes, Pete is a cat. Mickey's a mouse. Donald is a duck. Goofy's a quack quack. Pluto is a dog. Goofy is a cow. This is the. This is the. It's Pluto a- is a dog. Goofy is also a dog. They play poker together. Don't fight me on this. This is the. This is what people argue about. It, it's a common Disney uh, thing. Is that Pluto is a dog. Goofy is a dog. It doesn't make sense, but it is what it is. It is what it is. I never heard that argument because Goofy's a cow. Goofy is a dog. What is wrong with you? If he was a cow, he would have had horns. He doesn't have horns. He also has big floppy ears. Cows have big floppy ears. No, they don't. Yes, they do. They don't. Do you know what a cow is? Have you seen a cow? Do I have to go to Google? Yeah, you have to go Google a cow this second, actually. Yes. That's okay. I got time. Why would you think he's a cow? Because he's a freaking he. Because he fucks? Do I have to? No. Because he's with the cow lady. Richard is against interspecies relationships. Or, you know, mixed race marriages. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm fine with that, but... That doesn't sound like you are, buddy. Fine, 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 fine. Goofy's a cow. No, I mean dog. No, he's not. He's a dog. <laughs> fine, Goofy's a dog. Goofy's a dog. He, he won't let it go. He can't. He can't. He, because if, if, he, if he admits to himself that Goofy's actually a dog that's in love with a cow, he'll go on a murdering spree. <laughs> fine. He can't handle it. I can handle it. Goofy's a dog. Let's continue. Okay. It's 2019. Get over it. <laughs> I'm over it. My eyes have been opened. Oh, it's going to be weird when we get to a Goofy movie and he definitely bangs a dog in that one. <laughs> uh, so Goofy tells Donald that they have to go save Mickey because Tide's coming. Tide's coming in fast. And Donald, he's a little reluctant, but says, you know what? Fine. Let's go save Mickey. That's not at all what happens. <laughs> the dude buries himself in this sand. <laughs> Look, it's a song sung at him that pisses him off so much. He has no choice but to save his friend. Yeah, so he goes, saves his friend. They they go. Mickey's basically drowning. And he's also chained up. He has like a chastity belt on or something. Uh, just chained to the wall. But through the power of friendship, through the power of all for one and one for all, Donald and Goofy, they pull that chain. They rip it from the wall. And Mickey's safe. Yeah, again, French architecture is a joke. They don't know what they're doing. Because I don't think normal people would be able to pull that out of a wall. A little load of a, a man-sized dog and a duck underwater <laughs> with an unconscious mouse. It's, boy, get your stuff together, France. Is it too? Never mind. <laughs> no, please. No, let's go. Keep going. I want to see where you were going with that. Maybe, maybe I'm surprised your church didn't burn down sooner. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> 
You happy? You happy? Cool. Now I'm the asshole. Get it. Move on. I think this is that's a, that's a lot worse than what I said. No, move on. Move on. We're going. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So we're going straight to the opera now that Mickey can enjoy too because they had three tickets and they didn't know who to give the third one to. They go to the opera. At the opera, Pete and the Beagle Boys, they corner Minnie and Daisy and put them in a big old chest. And Pete, he decides, you know what? I'm going to get one of these Beagle Boys to dress up as the the princess. You about to say it. He almost said it. What did I almost say? He almost called her queen. I almost did call her queen. <laughs> <laughs> he almost called her queen. Queen Minnie. Queen Minnie, not in this game. You know what? I also I just remembered they also mentioned like there's a scene where they're they're talking, and they say that she says, you know, me 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 and Mickey have the same uh, last name. It's meant to be. It's Kismet. What? Kismet. Kiss what? Kismet Destiny. Ah, oh, come on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Now you know. Education is half the battle. Now you know. It's it's Kismet, and also what's Kismet is that the boys are now at the opera. They see that chest, and they need to go save whoever's in that chest. Because right now, Beagle Boy is Minnie, and that's his master plan, huh? <laughs> yep. Uh, the Beagle Boy dressed as Minnie basically just says, it's too stressful to be the princess, to be the ruler of France. So, Pete's king now. France, can you get your act together? You know, a very, very easy process of just switching uh, <laughs> political power. Dude just usurped your entire country. <laughs> By dressing a man as a lady at an opera and said, no, she said I'm king now. So I guess I'm king. How is everyone else going to find out? You know what I mean? It's just, it's just the people at the opera, too. He's King Pete the Magnificent. Whatever he says goes. And the opera is just cheering. Finally, a king. Someone who can whip this country into shape. I mean, no, it's just... it's That, that is sexist. Oh, I can't even believe you, Richard. Boy, I... <laughs> boy! A lot of learning a lot about you tonight. No, it's it's the people of France, the people at the opera. You know, the people of at the opera, they're they're No, privileged. all of France is at the opera cuz again, this is this is the Pirates of Penzance. Everyone has literally seen this but you guys. I've seen um I've seen Rock of Ages. Was all of France there? Uh, uh maybe. Must have been not that good then. You'd know. Trust me. They'd smell of snails and peanut butter. So Pete proclaims that he is king, the audience is cheering, and it's time for the show. And on stage comes the chest with Minnie and Daisy inside, the Beagle Boys, and the Three Musketeers for an all-out battle. And a bunch of pirates. I thought there were mermaids. Probably mermaids, too. There were some ladies there. They were singing. Yeah, they started with pirates, and the pirates go into the port, and then the ladies start singing, and then they get into Modern Major General. Basically, it's just a fight scene during that song, and... That's all I really know. They they beat Pete. Did anything of importance happen during the fight? They fight. They use their little uh, little uh, what what do they call um the fencing swords? Rapiers. Rapier. Rapier. I believe they call them foils. Foils. Isn't that one a type of like your foil? I don't know. There was. You want to stop and name all the type of foils? Tin. <laughs> Aluminum. Ah, Richard lost this one. Wait, what? You didn't, you didn't name a type of foil, yeah. Uh. I was busy on Google. Ah, oh, he's Googling foil. Look at this boy. Come on. No. <laughs> Come on, he's trying to cheat at the game. Come on. That's not fair. Google isn't playing. Then Google would win by default. Sorry, as punishment, I'll sum up this movie. 
Yeah, please do. Let's start from the top. From the top? Yeah, it means your punishment. We're not going to let you summarize the last five minutes of the movie. That's not a punishment. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, sorry, bud. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll speed through this quick. Uh, there are three musketeers. They want to be three musketeers. Sorry, three janitors. They want to be three musketeers. Uh, the royal guard captain, he makes them musketeers. Um, they, they they protect the princess. The princess gets captured. They save the princess. princess gets captured again. They save the princess at the opera, and all is well in the world. Which opera? Pirates of pa- the Pancreas. Thank you. That's it. That's all I wanted. So... They save the, the girls. Every girl gets one guy. Every guy gets two girls. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. How how is it you're against <laughs> you're against interracial couples, <laughs> but you're totally for polygamy? What? <laughs> Who is this Richard? <laughs> it's 2019, man. No, it's not. Not only is it polygamy, it's like uh, they're married to different men too. Or they're with it. If you're saying each each guy gets a gir- two girls and each girl gets a guy, there's some crossing over there. Well, we didn't say how many girls were here. We're talking about the three girls and three guys: Clarabelle, Goofy, Mickey, and Minnie, and even Donald and and Daisy, who wanted n- nothing to do with Donald originally. All right, so all these characters put their car keys in a fishbowl. What happens? They go home in someone else's car? Yeah, no one Richard gets it. He's been to these parties. <laughs> I don't get it. Are, are they drinking? Well, I mean, no, they're getting into cars. That would be unsafe. I didn't go to parties. My party was me throwing up in my basement, in my hands. This got really sad all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, by any chance, was anyone else at this party or was it just you? There's a few people. Yeah, it can't be a party with... Oh, I guess it could be a party with just him, but again... It's, oh no, I want to get back... I want a happy ending, not hear about Craig's sad life, please. Great, because Three Musketeers does have a happy ending in which Goofy has a cow lady and some other girl. Daisy has Donald and some other man. What? You, what? Mickey has Mitty and some other girl. And the, the, everyone gets knighted for saving <laughs> France. They're now royal musketeers. And then we hear all for one and one for all again. Richard saw the Mormon version of this film. And we never see how the turtles telling of the story went. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't go back to him. Oh, he definitely got fired. He was. <laughs> he sat in a chair and read a comic book to a camera. He definitely got fired like immediately. I, I was expecting them to go back to the turtle and you know them to be like, and that's the story of the three. So I can't do French. It wanted. They wanted to have a happy ending, and a turtle losing his job is not a happy ending. The original narrator it might be dead. For all we know. Oh, he's in the prop storage. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's going to get out there eventually, probably. Might lose a leg, but whatever. He was Pete the whole time. That's theater for you. Because you you break a leg. Guys, how did you enjoy this trip to the theater? I was falling asleep during this movie. This is straight the DVD, so I actually never went to the theater for it. How did you enjoy your trip to the... Netflix? You mean the box of DVDs I had as a kid? It's fine. It's no The Pirates of Panzans, but it was all right. Did Disney do their own version of that? Of The Three Musketeers? Yeah, it's called Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, The Three Musketeers. If you really want a summary, I know a good show. Pirate of Panzans. The Pirates of Panzans? No, they've not. I mean, they did. It's in this movie. <laughs> you watched it. I, I enjoyed every minute of that. All three minutes. Yeah, they, they kind of went through it real fast, but they had the music. And that's what matters. And they had the props in the scenes. Like, it was there. You could tell what it was. 
But you know. I couldn't. Well, you've also never seen it, so. <laughs> I never even heard of it. I can't. I still can't. It doesn't matter. We're, I'm past this. My friends are old cultured swine. <laughs> it's okay. We're one for three. We're one for three. Now, just imagine all the eight-year-olds who probably got the reference, though. Probably none of them. It was a reference for the the cultured adults. Disney doesn't make kids movies, guys. They make family entertainment. You know what, though? We don't have children, so we it wasn't for us either. We still had time to 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 have heard of this before we watched it with our kids, but we watched it already. I guess we'll watch this in another ten years, and we'll see how we enjoy it. I'll see how my kids like the scenes with the Pirates of Pansons. They'll be familiar with because the last thing I want to raise is two of you guys. Wait, what do you mean? I mean, thanks for coming, everyone. I hope you like the show. Aw, it's time to end it already? I mean, do you, okay, I mean, we don't have to, if you really want to talk more about this film. Wait, Casco, it was, what, did you, what did you think of it? Did you like it? wasn't my favorite. I didn't like it, but, you know, it's okay. I'm going to completely forget about this movie in a few, month or two. Yeah, I'll be honest, I, 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 already, I forgot about most of this movie after watching it. <laughs> 10 years ago right wait 10 years ago i think it's more like 15 it's 20, 2004 it came out 15 years ago yeah i was right i remember that at least uh 2004 takes me back 2004 was a happier time a happier time to when cadet kelly was still relevant cadet kelly's always relevant that's true because next week, we're going to watch Cadet Kelly. It's supposed to be uh, delivered sometime next week, so be prepared. Featuring Hilary Duff, Christy Carlson Romano, and everyone's favorite, Hilary Swank. From Boys Don't Cry. Do you guys find Hilary Swank attractive at all? I don't know. I don't know who that is. I haven't seen Cadet Kelly yet, so I can't say. Yeah. <laughs> Hilary Swank. Um, ugh. Did you just look her up? (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everyone. This is Dust Number One signing off. Dust Number Two signing off. Hillary Swank, I'm sorry. It was an office reference. We're cool, right? God, seems like a thousand years ago. I fought my way out of that cave, became Iron Man. Realized I loved you. I know I said no more surprises, but I was really hoping to pull off one last one.